on BBC One, the Bobby Buddy comedy Nick and Angel, starring Jacob Argelius and Trevor Cuba. On the 1300 News, we will go to Travis Allen, as he announces how opening the markets will assure the return of prosperity to the British Isles, and how the time has come to test the lifting of sanctions on Chile and other cybernetic allies. In more important news, we will have full coverage of the latest scandal of the British left. A minor trade organizer from Labour associated with the troublesome Lucas Plan movement has been seen in the company of a clerk from the city. Furthermore, the clerk was soon reported by authorities as riding this important representative of all the left can offer the world's beloved red bicycle. Such an action suggests a deep connection on all levels of Labour and Luckies to an ancient and obscure financial institution that has control over all of our lives. We will cover this from 1400 to 1600 with the most terrifying graphics our artistic department can conjure and finish with interviews with concerned columnists from 1600 to 2100. On the night news, we are sure to cast further insight into this red menace. Stay tuned here on BBC One. We're gonna get back to the Buckingham Palace state rooms by way of Lancaster House. So, well, I'm picturing that uh, it's John Doe showing the other two around before we get in any tongue fencing of the insects kind. So, why don't you take this? So this is where we've been uh, having our various uh, meets and greets. And uh, over there is where I had my first conversation with Kissinger. Remember, you have to be nice to him. John Doe firmly looking at Highwayman as he says that. There is a very pronounced, I mean, just like, just a disgusted expression on Johnny's face. There's really no other way to describe it. And he tries very hard to sort of just dial it back in. And he's just like, yeah, fine. All right. We don't have to be nice. We have to be polite. Yeah, I guess I can. I mean, I can do polite, but fine. I know. I know. And that's the grounds. You can take a walk there if you need to let the guards know or else they might assume you're an intruder. Like they're they're a little jumpy. Does Kissinger ever take a walk over there? No. All right. Not in front of this, this high visibility window. You know why, as I know why. Yeah, all right. In fact, he tends to avoid the windows everywhere he goes. It's a little paranoid, but I mean... No, that, that tracks. Sure, he's not some undead avoiding the sunlight? I, you know... He might be. I mean, we've already got... He's probably not. Yeah. Mm. We'll keep an eye on it. And that's a private meeting room, and that's the main meeting room. I'm sure there are probably people talking there right now. I forget, is is the royal family alive at this point? I don't remember, like, in our world. Yes. They are exiled incognito. Okay, so they're currently exiled. That is... They left everything else. They only took the crown jewels. They're still on the land. They still... Yeah, they're still... (laughs) (laughs) They are still... They are still landlords. (laughs) They still technically own all the land we're on, but I mean... You know, they left all the cool art like that one. Insert name of a famous piece of art that's in Buckingham Palace as John Doe points at it like a little kid in a museum. I mean, the art's pretty cool. I guess, you know, take what you can get, I, I suppose. Oh, yeah. They also took all the dishes for some reason. We've been eating lunch on paper plates. No, that that tracks. Yeah, that, that no, that, that tracks. OK, I'll explain it to you another time. It's 
It's it, it's it's like a thing. Okay, thanks. Because I haven't I haven't asked anyone because I don't want like, oh look, it's John Doe. He doesn't know why people stole the dishes out of the royal palace. That's part of why I wanted to bring you here, Howie. And I know that you can explain it to me. For for whatever reason, it's just like it's just a it's just a thing that people have attached a lot of sort of just like financial and also personal value to. So like I get it. I probably Henry the whatever ate on some of those plates or some shit. Yeah, but aren't they a lot to haul? Uh, look, they didn't do it themselves. Somebody did it for them. Yeah, it still seems like a. I mean, I guess this is why we're not monarchists. Because if somebody was like, "Hey, we're fleeing for our lives from an angry mob," can you please make sure to nicely pack the china and carry it? Yeah, it would seem insane. But uh, like you know, think about it. A sort of a lot of the things that they do. Yeah, I mean, it's just kind of it's sort of right there. So I'm sure they had a small army of people kind of do that within a. I would imagine 15 minute period. I'm sure there was quite a lot of it, but you know, when you have all of that sort of uh, clout, you can you can do stuff like that. Where are they storing them? I have no idea. I would expect more defacement of the art, but uh, whatever. Maybe they cleaned it up. Yeah, you'd ex- I expected to see a lot more like art with that was just empty frames because they cut it out. But no, there's pretty much all of it's here. Seems like all they stole was the crown jewels and the dishes. So, I mean, yeah, I, the art, I feel like, would be sort of harder to sell just sort of on its own so you know this tracks and honestly i as uh, johnny's looking at just a very large painting it is just a painting of one of the various monarchs but i think he's sort of examining brush strokes and like that sort of nuanced detail and he's like i do appreciate sort of the quality of the work the subject matter could be better but uh you know take what you can get yeah it's not too bad to look at all right gentle folk now that we've uh seen the stomping grounds I guess we'll arrive early for our meeting. We'll wait for them. Ooh, can we do that whole turnaround in the chair like they did in uh, that one movie? You know what, Joachim? I've been waiting the whole time we've been in England to do just that. So let's. Yes. I have a feeling that, uh, hold on. I have the Irish. Ah, and I even included a pronunciation guide. Go me. Ludo, correct me if I'm wrong. Margaret? I don't know. I'm not that kind of Celtic. (laughs) You're the one who gave me the pronunciation guide. <laughs> yeah, that's. I think that's fine. Okay, we're gonna go with that then, uh, and also fair. Like, but uh, Margaret's gonna will probably appreciate the bit. Yeah, speaking of Margaret, as you come in, she goes. She enters the room and she's nursing a teapot, and she blinks. Oi. Why are you not at the press conference? There's a press conference? Yeah, uh, because the new delegations have arrived. (sighs) Why do I always receive these things last minute? Because we're us. I mean, the prime minister has it just outside of the palace. Where have you been that uh, you did not even notice? I suppose this is a... This sounds like hazing. (laughs) Good time as any... To answer a question we left last session with, guys, what did we do with the medievalist? Yeah, that's a good question. I wish I had a clear answer for you, but it doesn't does not matter because she's out of the arc. That's fair. Well, that's I was going to answer why she's out of the arc because she seemed pretty determined. Because <laughs> she was beaten. It's coming. Folks. 
<laughs> I know. But usually in comic books, this is the exact time where we'd give a brief explanation being like, because the answer I was thinking, and everyone correct me to make sure this doesn't sound like cruel or crazy. I figured we'd just put her on a slow boat to like somewhere inconvenient, but not impossible to get back from. I mean, I'm into that. That seems, you know, that's a good way to sort of resolve someone for a not insignificant period of time. So, you know, yeah, we put her on a slow boat to like trying to think of somewhere that's far enough away to be inconvenient, but not far enough away to be like terrible. New Zealand. <laughs> Too far. I don't know. There's like hundreds of small inhabited islands in the North Sea that people just don't realize. Yeah. Like, like the only one I can think of off the top of my head is the Isle of Man. But that's uh, but I know there's even smaller communities out there that just, yeah, let's send put them on a ship to one of those. They'll have a hard time getting off. I'm just saying they have planes in New Zealand. Yeah. <laughs> yes, but it's also like my 197X travel time significantly longer. Isn't that the point? I mean, fair, but too far. All right. I respect it, though. So, yeah, we sent her to like, that's where we were. We were sending the medievalists to some small inhabited island in the North Sea and us sneaking to the palace so that nobody would notice we were doing it. That's why we didn't notice the uh, press conference that I'm now like, uh, well, if it hasn't started, yet, I guess I better get there now. Yeah, you don't want them to be painting you even worse than uh, the British media already portrays you. There's a reason why I'm not there, because there could be no good outcome. Margaret, this is my friend's highwayman. Uh, hey, how are you? Hey. And Joachim? Hello. Hi. Uh, Sean, are you, sorry, are you, are, is the British media widely aware of you? Oh, yeah, I'm acting as an open representative system for here. Right. They, uh, hey, it's absolutely imperative that no one on that scale becomes aware of me. I understand that. Fantastic. That's why we ducked the around the back way. But I've got to go. I'm sure someone's going to call me a cyborg, but I got to go. As John's getting up, pushing in his chair. Johnny starts humming the Johnny just starts humming a theme song from the Million Dollar Man. So as you approach the front garden in which the people are gathered, the press and you can see the Prime Minister, and you can see familiar faces. You can see Kissinger, you can see Ojek, you can see Rosa Clays, but you can also see two new faces. One is tall, stark, blonde woman, and the other seems to be a smaller, jovial party bureaucrat that is wearing, as you expected, from a Chinese dignitary. And you realize that this is a press event in which they are being to be introduced. And yeah, uh, basically the Shailinian negotiation and the Irish were kind of sidelined for this. So do you try to discreetly join there with the others or make a scene or what? I'm going to try to very discreetly just step in like I've been there the whole time. Making a scene won't do anything but cause an issue. And nobody seems to react to you joining in and you can see the Prime Minister continue. The Nordic Council has been good friends of the United Kingdom in these times of hardship and it's my honor to welcome Vincent Lagerfeld. Their efforts in negotiating new trade deals and mediating to the vacuum left 
by the changing circumstances has been priceless. And I'm sure that uh, their advice will be priceless in solving the ongoing crisis. I also want to extend my welcome to Pan Rulan as they proposed themselves as observers on part of the Chinese people as well as the imperial domains of Britain on the overseas that might be neglected during this transition time. So, as this passes, the floor is open to talk between the questions from the media and uh, different people will be asked to answer. So, this is going to be a challenge in which you can accomplish different things. Of course, there is a limited timer. So, I have the three goals so far. So one of the things that you can try to accomplish is to try to steal the momentum from the UN and the European communities that uh, this is kind of the thing that has been organized and centered on them, what the prime minister basically playing the host. So you can try to try to steal the spotlight from them. You can try to avoid gaffes, which, again, it's going to be a thing because it's the British media. And it again, it's that terror that has been described thus far as the volume one of Capital. It's going to find something to latch on. So avoiding that will be a goal. And I'm here, I'm here putting us in the meantime, the stock leave them so that you might want to embarrass them somehow using this platform, but uh, you can replace this goal with whatever target you want. Sharing the challenge. And the timer is three for sure, or is it three fails? I'm trying to remember timers work. It's three advanced. So basically three times going around. Okay. So you, no matter what, you cannot get everything. So you have to prioritize what you want. I want to turn this over to the to the rest of the Vox Populi here. I definitely think that avoiding gaffes should be a priority. As much as the other stuff is really important, I think that avoiding the gaffes will pave the way for other important stuff later. And after that, I actually think embarrassing steel in the social dem is the other one we should aim for. Any opinions dissenting or otherwise? Yeah, I think embarrassed because like disarm the UN and is that the European Council? Is that what the DC stands for? Yes. Yeah. I don't know. I don't think that's po- like that's definitely something I don't think we could do. I agree. What do you think, Sam? I am I am going to defer to y'all's expertise on this one because as we uh, as is. Oh God! Please don't call me an expert. Uh. Sorry, y- y'all's better judgment, uh, because as I feel like we have firmly established in in the CGA canon in season one, political machinations are not my strong suit. All right, then then to hell with it. We're doing it live. I'm going to roll to first focus on avoiding gaffes and then to embarrass you on the social dem. I'm calling my shot here. It's going to rule. Hey, hey, look, at, look at me in my eyes right now. You're going to crush this. Thanks. You're going to do a great job. I'm not, I, I'm, this is not me. This is not, this, thanks, dad. This is not words of encouragement. This is a command. As, oh, excuse me. Allow me to rephrase it then. It's no longer thanks, dad. As you wish. All right, Ludo. Also, Brad, I do want to throw this in there for you. And also, this is a question for Ludo as well. Uh, because of my whole, my whole 
precognition thing. Could I help with avoiding gaffes just on the functional element of that alone? I mean, that could itself be an overcome. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. I'll just, I'll, that'll probably end up being a tactician. I was going to say, yeah, that sounds like a principle of tactician. Help you in a window holding up a cue card. I just happened to have, I just like, I went on onto the platform and just like swept the entire thing for stuff you could trip on. I'm going to use principle of amnesia for my first overcome on the basis that we've seen John reading a lot of these like books on politics, on international politics, on histories of these areas. And so because John Doe's brain is perfectly smooth when it comes to the history of these areas and he's just been filling it, he's approaching this whole thing from an angle most people try to pander to the British media, which just ends up with you making a gaffe because, oh, look how British you're trying to be. John Doe doesn't have that weakness. He's just trying to do the best he can. And that's why I think I should be able to row Principle of Amnesia. Go for it. Hell yeah. What's a five mean? Mean or twist. What are we looking at here, Ludo? What are you putting on the table? So, shall not be... A gaff of any kind, because that's exactly what you're trying to avoid. Well, the most easy thing with principle of amnesia will be someone recognizes you. I mean, there's nothing wrong with introducing more guys. Yeah, this is what I'm thinking. We can always drop in more guys. See, I, I'm glad that you said that, because honestly, I've been listening to a lot of a certain Monster of the Week podcast lately. And I'm really, I've really been enjoying the consequence of attract unwanted attention. So that feels good to me. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I think that's perfect. If it's that someone recognizes one of the old John Doe's. Yeah. And uh, one of the journalists asks you, this is James Stewart from the North City Herald. I was wondering if uh, there is anything to be said about the role of uh, American intelligence and the influence of that, because we have both Dr. Kissinger and a known CIA asset involved deeply close on this negotiation. You see, that's uh, that's the problem, sir. I'm not the known CIA asset. That was someone who I used to be. I'm John Doe of System 4. And you're not the first person to get me confused with who that is. But I'm different, as you can see from our... And I start listing off good things that System Force done abroad that I've been part of. You can see that I'm not that CIA spook. Yeah, but that starts the running off. Kinsinger steps forward. Well, you see, maybe our dear foreign prime minister can learn a thing or two from this and use this defense on her trial. And this gets a laugher from the journalists. And you feel like, uh, yeah, like they are saying, this is a, an imperial game played by the Americans, that this whole thing is a travesty instead of actual justice and just a distraction from other things. Highwayman, go, do your thing. Let's see. I'm trying to think of this through the lens of both tactician, a, a tactician with precognition powers. I, I think, honestly, I would have coached John through some of the like, hey, this is some stuff they're going to bring up about you. Like, you need to have responses ready for these things. Just kind of like, I mean, in the same way that you, I, I like, I hate that I'm using this as a poll, but it makes sense to me uh, in terms of 
comparisons. The same way you prepare for certain questions in a job interview. I just would have like gotten all of that sort of ready so that John had some pat responses. We probably would have gone over them on the plane. Wait, John wasn't on our plane at the hotel then. Uh, yeah. Probably would have also given some of that to Bezerkir, but not relevant in the moment. That and also would have tried to, I think, get some upfront information about like who all is going to be doing the journalistic coverage. What's their style? Are they here to create buzz or shock? Like, is that like, you know, is that sort of their style? How can we avoid talking to them? Uh, Great suggestion, Brad. I also probably would have tried to not like a straight out and out like softball journalist necessarily, but I think um, have set up some stuff to make sure that some of these journalistic agencies were I don't want to say like convinced to make it sound like there was like a threat involved of some kind, but like they just through a series of circumstances ended up maybe sending some of their greener journalists who are kind of just going to end up trying to paint as much of the picture as possible rather than trying to do like hard hitting journalism. So I probably would have set up all of those sort of baseline contingencies to make this just sort of lower this hurdle a little bit. So with all of that, I would like to roll my thing. Is that how I is that what I do here is roll and overcome? Yeah, that's an overcome. Fantastic. That is a six. Don't know if that's a minor twist or if I actually succeeded. Yeah, it's a minor twist. So my minor twist is a variable my plan did not account for. Yeah, I think your plan makes too much sense and did not account for the brain worms of the British media. You think this is going to be reasonable, but there is a lot of intricate networks of, oh, you don't talk about these people and you don't talk about these things. So the things are way more constrained than you expect. And they are still too married to the idea that um, that the idea is that the media has been portrayed about the uh, Chilean for the last decade. And you get a neutral reaction, but you are taken by assault by how hostile this neutral reaction is. While there are no obvious gaps, and uh, you can see that uh, John Doe is going through answers that you discussed before, that you trained and just showing the perfect tone, they seem to still be taking it on the worst possible interpretation. So if you were watching this from the outside, it will seem everything is all right. But if you actually see what they're going to write about, yeah. So if you succeed in avoid a gaff, you also going to be land blasted and portrayed in the worst possible light because of the people that they don't want to piece and the editors and the columnists and all the apparatus of 20 people that all went to the same private school and know each other and they don't want to contradict each other. So you have to go against this inertia. So, yeah. So if you accept this and you don't risk a gaffe and you get to succeed in these costs, but you also have to accept that even if the younger journalists write more neutrally, the outcome is not going to be neutral because it's going to go through this machine. So do you accept this twist? I'm going to make the hardball point here. I do think that there's to some degree, though, that... uh these guys were always going to betray us as kind of, I mean, we're cyborgs. The hard old line was going to betray us as that no matter what. But we're not after that. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. I'd be like, you know, that's not ideal, but it definitely seems 
kind of secondary to our overall goals. Yeah, it's it's basically the thing is that uh, they're not going to see you on a worse light because there's already hostility that is normalized. But it's more, oh, so you cannot change opinion from the media and the public from this. Basically, the opportunity to change the opinion about you is gone. I feel safe this, rolling with this. General British disapproval. Well, can say that if you want to be polite. In this moment, I'll, I'll be polite. That sounds okay to me, but Bren, you go ahead. Creating a lot of not great results, so I would like to create a boost somehow. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea. Trying to think on how I can, like, Berserkir can do this without just being out and out, like, oh, I'm standing there and I'm going to, I accidentally walk in on the press conference behind John Doe, whisper in his ear and, and just look all intimidating or something when I'm, I'm just ask, actually asking for the restroom. Maybe the other way around. Maybe instead of going to do the thing, you are just chatting with the journalists, just being a nice person and uh, polite and uh, sharing a drink with them, uh, seeing that they are... You know, treating maybe them like guests, mingling with them, and uh, maybe you cause them a good impression that when they come back and they ask, hey, who was that nice person? Was that the fellow journalist? Oh, it was one of the Chileans. Ah, nice. Yeah. Okay, uh, that sounds great. So Joachim is just going to go out there and use their winning personality, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. It's plus two. There you go, plus two of a good impression. What is the next thing that you want to do? So we've completed not getting any gaffes. We've got a plus two boost. Is this the moment where I begin attacking the Libsoch Dems? Is your target still the British government? Or is there anyone you would rather embarrass? As I say, or is this where we start just attacking the Americans and pointing out that they have no real skin in this game besides imperialism i'm split honestly on on this right off the jump you you know that i love attacking lipsos dems just kind of as a as a on principle you know what maybe we should attack the americans because we already have leverage on the brits yeah and i also think that that might just look tacky a little it's probably better not to go for Dems right now, seeing as we're not necessarily looking super great to the British already, but if we are shitting on the Americans and we are doing it, I mean, well, I guess you're doing it, but doing it in an American accent, I feel like that's probably at least something the British will be like, hmm, yes, they're all right. You know what? I, I second this. All right. So you're right, Ludo. I'm going to switch targets because Kissinger also Kissinger started this motherfucking fight. Something that can be repeated with many conflicts throughout history. Is that joke topical? We're going to say it's topical. I, 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 I chuckled at it. I thought it was fun. Now that we know that, you know, we're not going to make any terrible social gaffes, I immediately go on the offensive. I'm not sure exactly what I would say. I'm sure John Doe would know what to say. But I immediately start launching into very subtle but focused attacks on the Americans, mainly focusing on the fact that as protectors of the third world, at least we have a reason to be here. What the fuck do the Americans have to do here? Which should let me use my principle of the team. But I'm going to launch into that as as representatives of the third world. We at least have a purpose for being here. The Americans are here because more polite and flowerier, but 
and referencing more current events that John Doe would be familiar with that I'm not. And if it's cool with principal of the team and yeah, that'll be it. Nah, I'm on board. No, I was going to say, uh, fuck the Americans. They have no reason to be here. Oh, how's an 11 sound? To me, it sounds good. It's not useful information, but you know, I'm just happy to be here. Yeah. And, uh, so basically there is blood in the water and, uh, and yeah, why are the Americans here? And uh, the press starts asking Kissinger with badges of questions. Why are they here? What they try to do about the prime minister? What exactly is the role that uh, the United States played on the neoliberal project started by the prime minister and the disasters that led to the state, which the UK is now asking if the Americans accept responsibility on the fact and they are putting their vote with the prime minister is also because they believe that they and the snatcher ultimately share the same side, that uh, do they play to develop the same kind of relationship with the new government and what that will mean for the future of the Sockleaf Dems, if they're going to follow the same path as the disgraced conservatives and uh, for all his dark heart Kissinger is good at this stuff and he's basically dodging this bullet hell of uh, journalistic punishment but yeah you managed to paint the target on him and as it creeps trying to dismiss this as this is not a productive out of discussion, I will happily answer you more detailed questions about the endeavors that bring us here today. So the target is locked, but uh, he's still a vicious monster of a diplomat. So who else want to take a hit? I, I'm, I'm going to suggest this for someone else. Either of the two of you could do it. I do think it would be kind of funny to do the other classic comics bit where one of you guys just walks out with like a press patch in perfect disguise and just starts asking even harder ball questions at Kissinger. That's a highwayman thing. Hello. If you think that I didn't come with at least three disguises, then you're wrong. Yes, I come out and I am not pretending to be a member of the British media because that would, I think, go poorly. I'm pretending to be a member of, of the American media who that kind of if there was a, if there was even a single American journalistic outlet that catered to the rest of the world, knowing what's going on in America, it's that one. That's the one I'm pretending to be a part of. Well, according to Firestarter, that's all be Rolling Stones, you know. They can certainly think that. But sure, yeah, no, I'm pretending to be I'm I'm part of the journalistic team for Rolling Stone. Uh yeah, I think I start asking because Ludo, did you say Kissinger is saying that they're that they back what the Snatchers have done? Is that what you is that what you said? Uh well Or that they see her aligned? And more or less. They are doing the fencing of that that the United States always stand by their allies no matter what unfortunate circumstances they find and whatever scenes they pursue, there are certain commitments that we must honor, even when we disagree with the ways that they were implemented. And we definitely do not support the actions of the snatcher that are going to get her into this tribunal. 
I think then I would be going after two specific points in that. The first would be, why are you supporting things if you don't agree with the things that they've done? Then why are you continuing to support them on the basis of agreements that you could change if you disagreed with those actions? So that would be kind of the big thing. And then the secondary thing is, you know, just stuff like, don't you think you're complicating an international situation by trying to throw your weight around? Just sort of a lot of general pointing at America's trying to big dick here and we don't like that. That's not very cool. Johnny comes up and he's wearing like a like a obnoxious like tweed jacket. He has like a like a shirt that's open a little bit too much. He's put on like a big shaggy like fake beard. He's wearing like colored John Lennon-esque glasses. He's really playing up the I work for Rolling Stone kind of vibe. And he starts asking a lot of very pointed questions like that. I'm not going to try and do those because I would make an ass of myself, but use your imagination. All right, go for it. I got a four, so it didn't go great. Thanks, Dicebot. We asked you to be nice to us this time, and you didn't. Still a minor twist. It's better than a major twist. Yeah. Can it be that someone's checking my fucking credentials? Yeah, I think that will be... So if you want to keep doing this, someone is checking your credentials at the same time. And someone going to start shit with you. You know what? I'm actually I'm actually okay with that. As long as I've planted this seed in the minds of the other journalists, I think I'm cool with somebody giving me crap because I'm almost certain that I can. This is a this is this is an assumed identity. I'm pretty sure I can shed it and disappear if I need to. Johnny's pretty good at that. And uh, yeah, as you're doing that, there are people on the phone and uh, some of the guards of the palace, they approach you. Sir, may you come with us? Uh, yeah, no, I can, uh, I, I can come with, I, I've got to be honest. Thank you for coming to grab me, honestly. It's given me the best excuse. Would you mind taking me by a bathroom? I'm feeling a little bit sick. I ate some, well, I ate something earlier, and I'm pretty sure that, uh, I, I don't think it's agreeing with me. So can we stop by a bathroom uh, just uh, before we before we go anywhere else? Obviously, totally comfortable being accompanied by all means. But uh, that would just that would go down really smooth. Sure. And uh, you're escorted to the bathroom. Is there a, is there a window in the bathroom? There is. But uh, as you are going into the bathroom, you see that there is someone there holding a towel for you. And uh, before you can do anything else, the door opens and uh, a servant carrying a silver tray with a telephone that is ringing enters the bathroom. I look at the telephone. This is there is no way in hell that anyone has ever brought Johnny a telephone. I don't think he's ever had anything that sort of specifically targeted done to him. So he's just like, is that a is that for for me? Yes, sir. As we informed you, we have a call for you. Oh, uh, yeah, sure, yeah, sure. And he picks it up, and I think because he's doing this fake voice, he's trying to kind of maintain that, but he just goes, uh, hello? Hello. And uh, there is uh, the voice of a woman in her 40s or 50s on the other side. Do I recognize the voice? No. Okay. I miss Quarter Pounder. And I heard that you record my boy. Nah, nah, nah. I'm the only one that gets to shot at him. Who is, she, who is she referring to in this moment? Who do you think? <laughs> oh, no. 
Yeah, I think Johnny tries not to betray any sort of surprise or emotion. And uh, he says, you know, I, th- I think it was just honestly just a, just a bit of a miscommunication. I am so terribly sorry about that. You know, ho- hopefully everything worked out for the best in the end. I- I'm sure I'm sure he's he's doing much better now. Well, you can ask him himself. He's playing security at the event. You can get to the window and say hi. And as you turn around, you can see that there was a laser pointed at you. Now, now, fair is fair. If you think that Johnny was ever within the sight line of a window, that would be against everything that he is as a person. So I think he definitely sees the laser, but then just like... Yeah, it's not on him. It's you can see the laser pointer dancing around. Okay, I think he like notices that and he says, you know, I uh, as much as I would enjoy a spirited conversation again with your friend, I uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and and have to pass on that. I'm a little bit sort of occupied at the moment. Uh, Maybe we can set up another time for a chat. Now, my question to you, uh, well, probably the question that is in the mind of my employer is, are you trying to start shit? I'm... Because it sounds like you're trying to start shit. I'm, you know, I'm not so much trying to trying to start shit. I am trying to, uh, if anything, mitigate the amount of shit. You know, we all have a, we all have our agendas here. I don't think that's any sort of secret. I think everyone's aware that everyone has different goals here at this summit. Primarily, we would just want to hamper the goals of the Americans that we were that I was, uh, I was asking some questions to, you know, we're not, a we, 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 we may differ in our, in our beliefs here, but I think we can all agree on one thing, which is that we don't want the Americans throwing muscle around here. You know, we can handle things on our own without the imposition of those who might have more selfish ends in mind. I think we're probably at least on the same page there. Yeah. Definitely. The Americans don't have the same attitude about imperial management as we have. Now, my question to you, again, assuming we are on the same side, why are you getting them riled up? You know, the Americans never do anything wise. That, much less when riled up. You know, that is actually something I am counting on. We are hoping that they will do things that aren't wise, because as I am sure you are very familiar with... uh, the media here takes notice of things like that. They tend to uh, pay close attention to when people act out and act unwisely. That, to me, is a win condition as far as I'm concerned. I think of that as a positive outcome. We want them to, we would love for everyone to be reminded exactly how arrogant and uncouth the Americans can be. And, uh, you know, just getting them riled up, it's not ideal, but uh, I'll put it this way. If you set an elephant loose in a china shop, that's a lot of beautiful china that's going to get broken, but at the very least, you know what the elephant's going to do. It's not a pretty solution, but it is effective. We'll see. Again, just keeping an eye on you and word of advice, I will burn this identity. I am very grateful for your suggestion, and I, uh, I will take that quite seriously. Thank you for your for your call. It was lovely speaking to you. Remember, my boss has his eye on you. I will be. She puts it down before you finish. He continues to try and finish the sentence. Like, I think it's just, and then he's just like, I will be intimately aware of that. Okay, you're you're gone. All right. 
And he just sort of awkwardly, like, hangs the phone up. And then, yeah, he says, uh, he turns to the guy with the silver tray and he's like, uh, thank you for a unique experience. I've never had a, a phone call brought to me before. Uh, that was, uh, you know, you, you you never think that something is on your bucket list, but that was that was unique. Thank you so much. May I have a little bit of privacy, please? I do desperately need to use the facilities. Certainly. And he leaves, but the guy with the towel still remains there. Turn to the guy with the towel and say, I am so terribly sorry for sort of everything that you are about to hear. Okay, so Berserkir, what are you doing? So, remind me, the Irish were planning on unleashing an old Celtic god, if I remember correctly. Who was it again? Nimue or Morgana? I can't remember. <laughs> I'm not going to correct whatever it is that Brad had John does say. Excuse me, I wrote it down. It is the Morrigan. The Morrigan. Okay. Okay, yeah. And then I have to look that up later. <laughs> Spooky. Yeah, yeah. As I'm shocked that the U.S. implying that the Irish did this. Uh, I couldn't. Well, yeah, maybe I, I kind of got confused because I, I, it could have been the Irish. It could have been, but it's still a Celtic deity. So maybe that's where I got the Irish thing. Just don't know what they're going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, well, where are we at right now? So, and uh, Ludo can correct me if I'm wrong. Narratively, John Doe is up here doing his best. Highway Man is in a bathroom doing his best. Mechanically, I believe we've actually completed both avoiding any gaffes and, uh, in this case, embarrassing uh, embarrassing someone. Okay, we haven't completed embarrassing someone. Fair enough. Oh, I'm, I'm wondering if they would think to try and pin the Morrigan release on uh, actually we completed because yeah both of you succeeded so yeah yeah okay the embarrassment is the timer is that we don't have enough time unless we all burn it to do the other one i think there's also the question do you want to pursue that or not yeah i'm gonna ask that do we want to pursue that I actually don't think embarrassing the UN and the European Council right now is a great move. Okay. Just because the European Council seems, while not favorable to us, neutral to whatever happens to the milk snatcher. And I'm worried that if we embarrass them, that will immediately turn them against us and that we won't get what we want out of negotiations. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, I, I, I'm wondering, I'm going to do something selfish since we pretty much kind of have this. And I would like to get more information about the Morrigan. Yeah, you're basically shut up with, with the fellow journalists because, yeah, because that was on the news a few days ago. So trying to dig up what the day going on. Yeah, a few days ago, I was on the river in, well, I, was, uh, I was fishing. <laughs> well, what's with this in the Morrigan? And uh, I Celtic God being released. What's this? And yeah, let's uh, let's do uh, an overcome to see if there's something else that happens. All right, I'm gonna cash in a plus one just in case. Pull that up. Get on four dice. So can I apply principle of destiny here? I guess. Oh, that's a plus one, so that's a six. Still a minute, just ah. You talk around with the journalists and they say, yeah. So someone summoned uh, a Morrigan. It is it is a really nasty thing. It caused a lot of damage, and this is not the first time. This has been happening for the last few months. 
And we are not sure if it's an actual act of terrorism, like the other events that have been happening. And these, all of these, they seem to have happened more or less around the Tower of London. And the journalist shows you a few more photos. Yeah, this they they did not made into the newspaper. And you can just see a floating ball of beaks and wings, kind of blurry. And you get a terrible sense that uh, this is not something that uh, a magician called summon. This is usually out of the power of uh, anyone to control. So if this has been summoned, it has gone rogue, more likely, or be about to go rogue. Or even worse, it might be a symptom of a sickness in the land that uh, is allowing it to manifest. And the fact that it seems to be tied to location, you'll start to wonder the later. So that's the twist, is that the Morrigan is either a sign of the land itself turning against the people, or that it's something out of control. Oh boy, do I have to choose, or is it just something I know now? Well, you don't know for sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but uh, the reward that you get is that uh, the knowledge that uh, whoever summon it or whatever is leading to this is happening around the Tower of London. So yeah, anything that the others want to accomplish uh, during the the press event, since there is time? Sam may still be gone. I don't have anything else. I've done my two main things. John Doe is successfully not embarrassing Chile. That is his main goal in most things. But Sam may have something he may dream of accomplishing. Do Sam's dream of electric sheep? I dream only of theoretical sheep. What are we doing? <laughs> so uh, we've got all of our main goals done, and Luda wanted to know if there's anything else we wanted to accomplish in the scene. I don't believe that I have anything else specific. And that's the end of the sentence, actually, I guess. Yeah, I don't have anything else specific that I can think of. All right. Then we move, before we go to the meeting... We move to, if you want to talk with any of the diplomats before. I would like, including, you know, the new, the two new ones. We should talk to the two new ones as well. But I'd also definitely like to talk to Margaret because I don't want to just spring my proposal on her because she might be like, oh, wait, what the fuck? Would we also have time to at least briefly sort of convene with one another? Yeah, definitely. I think that probably takes priority before actually talking with any of the other diplomats. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as Johnny has ditched his disguise and true to what Miss Quarter Pounder said has, I mean, burned that identity. As soon as as soon as he got clear of the bathroom, he probably went somewhere where he could literally just like this is Britain. There's a fireplace somewhere. He just tossed all of his like documentation for that, everything uh, into that fire and burned it to to ashes as 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 fully as he possibly could. And then he reconvenes with the others. It's like so bad news. Uh, Monocle is working security right now. I just got a very lovely sort of general threat from his his handlers that they are keeping an eye at least on me. I assume on all of us. Um, they don't necessarily dislike that we are. Opposed to the Americans, they seem kind of on board with that. They're not crazy about sort of my methodology of antagonizing Kissinger, but 
They are keeping a close eye, and Monocle is that eye. So that's sort of worth knowing as a as a jumping off point. Yeah, that's not great. It's not ideal. I'm sure that if my proposal gets passed, we'll probably have to have another superhero fight with Monocle. Well, I do love that. Or possibly an ancient god. Wait, ancient ancient god? A what now? I would know, like, because we did a brief tour of the area, I would know the Tower of London is somewhere nearby. I, I don't know exactly where it is in real life. Me neither. Sorry, uh, Londoners, <laughs> if you're listening. We are not sorry. Okay, we're not sorry. Oh, uh, it's in uh, it's in London. Did that help? Yeah, yeah, I think it's somewhere in London. <laughs> okay. Uh, so... Apparently that ancient god they summoned, or may not have been summoned, it may have been the land that is now revolting against its people, or possibly she's, as you say, gone rogue. Is that allowed? Yes. Gods could just go... This just seems really bad. Yeah, like just as news goes, this is some of the some of the less good news I've gotten today. I'm going to be honest about that. And I did mention the whole thing about surveillance and threats. This is still pretty low on that on that totem pole. The uh, I mean, what's the word for uh, re- religious, but like sci- the scientific one? Are you talking about the Christian the Christian scientists? Is that what you're? No, no, like the the science of faith. Uh, the, 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 the theology. Yeah, the theological implications of that are terrifying. And also the very real implications that we might have to fight it. Yeah, honestly, I'm still I'm still kind of coming to grips with the fact that gods are real. So this is theologically troubling in multiple ways, actually. I hate England. Yeah, let's not uh let's not come back here. Put an X on it in the map. Yeah, after after this wraps up, let's just let's just let's just avoid this place. As soon as I said that, Ludo started rewriting uh, just a massive swath of this of this campaign. Just put them back in Britain. <laughs> it's just a lot of crossing out. It's just Britain again. No, you see, uh, this is uh, what's the opposite of a love letter? A, a hate email. Hate mail. <laughs> hate mail. It's just it's, 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 it's a threat with the letters cut out of the newspaper. <laughs> this is Ludo's hate mail to England. <laughs> 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 it's just a it's a fucking paper bag with dog shit in it it's on fire it just says improve on it <laughs> this is all very very troubling uh my fine gentle folk yeah it's uh there's a lot of things on the on the table right now that i'm not crazy about if i'm being sort of just candid about it that would be sort of my my that's my knee-jerk reaction so all right Let's talk to Margaret, go over our proposal, our, as in the Chilean hour. Then let's meet our new cohorts and hope that they're friendly. And then uh, to quote me from a couple weeks ago, and then we'll improvise, right? My favorite part about that a couple weeks ago was when it worked out. That was mine, too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, that's seems to be kind of what we what we do johnny as he says that is just already like making plans in his head because he is not a fan of improvising so he's already starting to strategize again i don't have anything personally off the top of my head i just want to establish that it's already happening because that is sort of his whole vibe all right we've kept margaret waiting long enough let's go talk to her all right yeah and uh, she's still at the meeting hall healing time 
She seems to just have finished her tea. So how did it go? Well, Kissinger spent a couple of minutes trying to convince everyone I'm a CIA asset. And then uh, we made him look like a dunce. I've got to say, I did like I did like that part where Kissinger was just like, that's one of ours. And you were just like, no, the fuck I'm not. I love that. That was was great shit. Sometimes I think about plastic surgery. I mean, you know what? I support you. You know, I'm not to, not to say, I mean, sort of your your existing mug is a good one. But, you know, I, I understand why that would be something you'd want. But the problem is I'm very fond of my nose. And I think that it would dis- that changing anything around it would destroy its look and destroying the nose would change everything. I don't like it. Anyway, Margaret, sorry. I'm uh, just venting a little bit here. Myself and my cohort wanted to talk to you about my proposal for the solution to the snatcher problem. I want to make sure you support it before I sprung it on you. My solution is simple. We allow, we transport the snatcher to the egg to stand trial for war crimes. We allow the U.S. to pick her defense attorney we allow the un to choose a jury for it and we allow the irish to choose a prosecutor for the events the idea being that way that the aggrieved get a say the u.s gets to say they got to do something about it so that way they can please their allies abroad and the un gets their chunk of meat i'm hoping that you'll find that equitable an expression for a moment is a tentative. Then you can see the mischievous twinkle on her eyes as she's trying to figure out what she could say to start the most trouble. And then she closes her eyes, passes her fingers across the rim of the keycap, and Margaret opens her eyes again. Well, this all seems fair, I have to say. More than uh, you can honestly promise. In fact, if you promise more than that, I will be suspicious. But it seems a path to justice, at least to keep things honest. Now, what is the European community's opinion on this? And do you think that they will go along with this plan? I'm hoping that the European communities will go along with it because I imagine that they'll attempt to in turn leverage their own internal allies, contacts within the UN to have a hand in jury selection. I can't promise them that because that's not something I could promise as I'm not a UN nation, but the European communities have always had a way of getting what they want. I'm not really interested in making promises for organizations I'm not a part of. Interest in making sure that you and your people get a semblance of justice. And I'm interested in making sure that the snatcher gets punished. And that's really my end all be all. Oh, and avoiding World War Three. That seems pretty great too. Uh seconded. Honestly, I think you place way too much stock into that because that's what uh, they came from the future to avoid. And if there is anything that we could do that could lead to that path, you will think that they will be taking a more active role in preventing it. Don't you think so? I'm worried time. So my buddy over here, uh, Highwayman, he can see the future. A little bit. It's not it's not bulletproof, but like, you know, some. Exactly. And the way he's all Highwayman, describe how seeing the future works for you just very briefly for Margaret. So it's like imagine watching like a whole lot of just a whole lot of TVs that are all sort of They're showing the same TV program, but in 
uh, imagine if just sort of a lot of the different iterations of the writing of that TV program all got filmed and you're sort of watching all of them at once. So you see these little sort of deviations. Sometimes they're just little tiny. Sometimes they're very, 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 very different. And uh, as we get a little bit closer to sort of figuring out which of these is most likely to air, the TV sort of start to click off. It's kind of like that. You see a lot of different a lot of different possibilities uh, without being 100 percent clear what exactly is going to take place. But as we get sort of closer to the event, you get a clearer picture. That's kind of the best I can describe it. So I'm worried that if that's how the smartest man I know personally sees the future, that if time travel works similarly, they might have averted the big picture World War Three causer and missed the little picture World War Three causer. And so I'd really like to prevent that. Also, with the UN taking her to the Hague, I'm less worried about a super team bursting in and um, the, the snatcher disappearing. Well, it makes sense. It's not like uh, United States would uh, write a legal justification for them to invade the Netherlands in case they ever wanted to, because they don't like whoever is being tiled at the Hague. That's certainly a thing that will never happen. I mean... It's also the best plan I've heard that isn't just let the snatcher go or throw together a sham trial in New York. Oh, and just kill her. Margaret, I... We're not saying, like, that ideologically we're opposed to that idea, but, no, considering the context of the situation, that might not be the best... The wisest possible. I was going to say sort of the most uh, peaceable ending so, to that situation uh, in a way that might be helpful. And just killing her isn't how System 4 does things. We, we'd answer to our greater boss, the general population, and this isn't part of System 4 anyway. I, I wish it was, because this would be a lot simpler. But I think this is the only solution that I think could work, and I just wanted to know if you would support it or if you would rather not. Yeah, I don't see a problem with it. That's for sure. If the others go along with it, well, it seems like it will be pissing off the British enough that they might want to get a more involved role because this is a part of the process that leaves them completely off hand. They will probably try to have problems with that and they will probably try to get a compromise. So I wonder what are you willing to give? Because that's the thing. My experience, it's usually my people that are on the shopping block on the negotiation. So if you have to make a concession to get this through, is it going to be yes? No, I would never compromise your people's shot at justice. My compromise is that we drop the U.S. out of their defense, out of choosing the defense attorney, allow the British to. I mean, after all, if the U.S. wants to make an argument, the British are their allies. Ergo, they'll have a chance to voice an opinion on the defense attorney. I would never compromise the prosecuting attorney going to the Irish. All right. All right. If you'll support it, Margaret, then I've got some other meetings to attend to yet. Sure. Uh, you better get done with it. She'll be starting in half an hour. All right. Also, what kind of tea do you drink? It smells delicious. Just uh, Lady Grey. Excuse All right, gentlefolk. Let's go. All right. What is the next stop? Or do you want to briefly talk to each other? I'd like to have another team huddle. Okay. I'm in. John Doe is just again we're back in the same meeting road John Doe is sighing very heavily rubbing between his eyes I fucking hate England yeah serious I, I'm, I'm again just never coming back here for any reason 
We've got a half before the meeting begins. I never understood what I peep. I know we've got the English. I'm sorry, Joachim. I, I never understood why my people wanted to invade this land so much. So weird. This is a small island. Honestly, it might just be because they just found it infuriating, which I would understand. Yeah, but we eventually conquered anyways through a roundabout way, <laughs> which somehow I feel like this is all my fault, but I, I shouldn't let generational trauma deal, uh, deal with that. Uh, okay. Yeah, no, that's not on you. I think after this, are we going on vacation? Absolutely, we are. Okay. Yeah, no, I've already, I've started looking at a, I've started looking at, at, at sort of bookings for, we'll talk about that later. Don't worry about it. But yes. I think we need to have some two quick meetings, three quick meetings, one with each of the new diplomats, and then I'll have to introduce you all to the European communities. Now, when you say introduce us. No, I, you're, Wojcik is perfectly reasonable, but you know people who are perfectly reasonable in a pejorative sense? I'm familiar with the concept, yes. I was raised in the American South. Perfectly reasonable. All right. Well, that's uh, good to know going in. I've dealt with folk like that all my life, so should be within my wheelhouse. All right. Let's make sure these happen quickly. We've only got about a half hour before I want to drop this proposal like a, I don't know what. Let's go. So who's the next? I guess the Nordic counselor, Vensel Lagerfield. Am I saying that correctly? She seems to be overseeing her staff taking over a corner of the building. And she looks at you, arms crossed. Gentlemen. Actually, hi, I'm John Doe. It's a pleasure. Oh, the two of you are together? Yes. And she seems kind of surprised looking at Berserkir like... Wait, you're not with us? You're not one of mine? What the hell? No, my country is still independent from uh, you guys. You should consider joining the North Council. I will take the Tormozo to the, the next Almut I attend, which might be not for a while. So <laughs> Good. So, what takes you? Oh, I'll, I guess I should formally. Uh, I'm John Doe. It's a pleasure to meet you. This is Joachim. Joachim Yarv. Yarv. God, so used to just calling you Joachim. It's this first name basis thing is sometimes a drawback. Mm-hmm. They are a close friend and a member of System Four. I'd also like to introduce you to Highwayman, another close friend and member of System Four. Hey, how are you? I'll be curt and to the point. I'm running this operation as dealing with an hostile nation. We almost came off to war twice during the role of the Snatcher. We suppose that she wanted to bet on nationalism and the war to win a re-election, but she did not get it because NATO supported us in their claims to Greenland and Iceland, something that they were not expecting. So she had to let down. But I still regard the shadow of war between the nations of the Nordic Council and the decrepit British Empire as a possibility and I want to see that the Sokolib Dams don't want to do something like this tent ever again. Well then I think we are both in agreement. I'm here to make sure that the Snatcher gets punished for her actions. I'm interested in justice and nothing else. What is justice? Justice is wherein pardon me and I'm not trying to be rude to you or to talk down to you. Uh, Some of these concepts are hard for me to explain. Not to you, but in general, I've suffered a very severe case of memory loss about a year and a half, about 
excuse me, hold on. He said John Doe suffered about two years ago, I believe. An amount of time ago, I suffered a terrible case of amnesia. I can't remember much of anything. Justice is where, in, in this case, is the people who are most harmed by the Snatcher being able to see her punished fairly for what she did wrong. I'm afraid that that type of justice has no place when it comes to seeing like a state. What is justice to the Nordic Council then? This is not something that the Snatcher can answer. That will be something that only another entity at the geopolitical level can answer. Our grievances are not with a single individual. Oh, I absolutely understand the idea of the grievance not being with specifically the Snatcher. It's with the system of government and exploitation that the British have. Unfortunately, that's beyond the scope of what I can help with here and now. That is the specific purpose of this meeting is to see what happens with the Snatcher. Perhaps for you. My purpose for this meeting is to extract as much concessions as possible from the Socklip Dams. That if they want to survive in this space, they're going to need to have better relationships with their neighbors. And we'll see how they deal with the European communities, how they deal with the Irish, how they deal with the Scottish, maybe even with the Welsh, and more important, how that's going to reflect how they deal with us. I respect that. I respect that you're here to earn concession and protection for your community. I think that's something that most of the people are here for. And I believe that protection for your community and concession can be earned without interfering with justice for the Snatcher's victims. Indeed, I don't see how those things are incompatible, especially if uh, the independence movements are going to take a part into that. I see that uh, the European communities are probably going to be taking the role as overseers, while I think that for cultural reasons, as well as recent grievances, the North the consul might be a better overseer about what happens on Northern Ireland and Scotland. I assure you that we're not going to take a blind eye to whatever is going now with the military up north. I don't think anyone should. Well, councilman. Well, do you think that the United Nations or the Americans won't say anything? Oh. They seem to believe that you can do whatever you want to your own subjects. I, and that is one of the things I most harshly disagree with. I think that they are taking a blind eye to it. I think that that is abominable. I think it's disgusting. But I think we'll be able to discuss this matter in depth later. I hate to cut our meeting short because you are a fascinating person to speak to. But I have a couple of other meetings I must attend to. And it's been a pleasure, genuinely, to meet you. It has also been a pleasure. I have never met the so so-called cybernetic socialists other than the peoples back on my neighboring country and their and let's say that their political party is very different from your kind well i hope i made a good impression for all of us and i'm going to shake her head very genuinely i think johnny follows suit on that overall he 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 likes what this person's putting down even though even though even though her goals aren't necessarily the exact same focus as ours, I completely, I respect her motivations a lot. Joachim just nods. And Berserker, anything about cultural class clash? Because at the same time, these are kind of your cousins, and also they could not be any more different than everything you know. Oh, yeah. Like, um, you'd be surprised the difference between uh, Viking times and post-Viking times. It's it's very interesting 
So uh, another quick huddle or do you go to the next meeting? In addition to a quick huddle, I would like to ask for my sake and possibly the audiences. So what's up with this? Uh, hold on. I wrote them down. What's up with the Nordic, the Northern Nordic Council? What are they calling themselves? I'm sorry. I haven't written as Nordic, but that's not what it is, I think. So the Nordic Council are a common interest block among uh, Scandinavian nations as they try to present themselves as an alternative to Scandinavian nations and Baltic countries to the European Economic Community and the USSR. It's still pretty recent and until recently has been very aligned with the American Empire, very friendly to NATO, etc. The things changed a bit when the Swedish rejected the rising neoliberal tendencies that uh, were being advocated in England by the Snatcher, uh, as well as similar movements in Poland and France. And basically, this started to be causing a lot of flawed voices. But after the collapse of the United Kingdom, a coalition of leftist parties came to power and uh, they formed their own government. And this includes the Cybernetic Initiative, which is the first cybernetic socialist party to become part of a democratically elected government. Because even if Alinda's project was democratically elected, they were not elected on a basis of cybernetic ideals. So they are weird like that because they are not part of the third world, technically not part of the cybernetic international, but at the same time, they are the first country that kind of shoots this path on their own. But yeah, the success on Sweden made this more popular. So they did a lot to make the cybernetic more popular, but also they became the main leaders of the Nordic Council. So most of the countries, they are still very pro-European communities, pro-American empire, pro-NATO, kind of look warm on neoliberalism and uh, more embracing Keynesian social democracies. But there is a rising success of, look how good cybernetics are when you actually apply it. So yeah, they are, they are imagined modern days Nordic democracy, but uh, leaning towards becoming more and more accepting of uh, socialist governments. And to put it as bluntly as I can, I don't feel the same icky feeling about them possibly getting control of these terror of administration of these areas of the world. They do about the European communities. Because the European communities, I already know their plan for if they get a hold of Ireland. Yeah, that seems to be about the shape of it as far as as far as I'm concerned. I'm not speaking in character, I'm saying that just as as a player. I I only said that because I realized my accent was starting to creep in. Just my normal my normal ass southern accent that I also actually have. Well, also there is the thing. If we were to think on this part of Europe, if you were thinking, if you get into trouble, who would be the most friendly people to you? Would probably be the people of the Nordic Council. Yeah. It's good to have friends. And one final, correct me if I'm wrong, John Doe knows you know, the European communities plan on just sucking Ireland dry and spinning out what they can't digest. Well, it's neoliberalism. That's what it seems, seems to be. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, <laughs> picking the meat off the boat. So the huddle then, huddle again, you know, 
maybe I don't hate England as much because she seems to have a fucking soul. I mean, I agree. I like, you know, that she is one of the clearer heads on anyone's shoulders here. I will say this. I do still hate England. That that has not changed for me. That is not that is not budged an inch. Fair. I I, I like that one. But overall, not a fan of the place at this point. Still worried. I still view the other Nordic countries as a giant fishing and oil company, but that's just me. Accurate. Fair. Oh, well, they're still what they are. <laughs> I was about to say, yeah, that's <laughs> you've hit the nail on the head there. Yes. All right, let's go talk to the Chinese diplomat, dignitary, I should say, and then we'll go to the big meeting and hopefully everything will go well. You go to talk with Panrulan and uh, she has a smile as she is finishing unpacking. Well, look at you. I was expecting to see at least some of you at the funeral two years ago. I'm surprised that Alinda did not even go. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't believe I was part of the system at that time. It's a pleasure to meet you. I'm John Doe. Oh, we have met before. We have? Yeah. You'll have to forgive John. He has some minor lapses in memory here and there. I'm Highwayman. Nice to meet you. I was not at the funeral, and I, you know, uh, I had to keep a little bit of a lower profile. So, when did we meet? We meet ourselves. We have a common friend. Whom? So I usually I do, I deal with the Pakistan. At oh, you know Liana, the Barbado. Yep, Liana's great. She actually is who recommended me join System Four. Yeah, yeah. It was only a few. We kind of met. We kind of met on was where it was. Was Boston? Where was the conference? Oh, oh my God! We met in New York. Yes, New York. Yes. During that little dust up. Oh my God! I'm so sorry. It's fine. Uh, now, if your friend, I don't think I remember. Well, hi, I'm Joachim Jarl, new to the cybernetic community. Oh, yeah, uh, uh, I recently joined. Not sure what I'm doing here. <laughs> A great job. A great job. Still worried about the ancient god that was released by the Tower of London. Yeah, that does feel sort of pressing. You know how it is. Sounds dreadful. Whenever we show up, there's, there's always problems, isn't there? Sounds the worst. Yes, yes. So, yeah, honestly, I I was hoping that uh, that there was no slide going on. Gillian's had snuff with us because nobody officially attended the chairman's funeral. But no, I got to know that there is no problems because that will make these negotiations awkward. Yeah, there's no problems at all. I'm surprised. I figured at least, uh, you know how it. we're always always busy the alien invasion last month alone was that just last month jesus christ it feels like a lifetime ago just last month i'll have to fill you in it's been truly wild at our end of the world how are things going on yours pretty complicated as usual things have uh, well let's say that there was a big void left in our society that we are still recalibrating and uh we are trying to mend up relationships with the USSR. It's not going great, to be honest. It will help if they got their shit together, too. So, wouldn't it just? It will be the absolute best. I'm surprised that they sent you anyway. You will think that they will have sent someone with more direct experience with uh, British imperialism. 
and the third one they sent. Yeah, but uh, the other two, they were always for. Well, I guess I guess lands for would be close enough. But yeah, uh, I figured that maybe some distance was in order because that is also well. There's a whole matter with Hong Kong, but uh, other than that, we were actually approached by different uh, governments from different uh, regions across uh, the Southeast Asia that they wanted to have some strong representation on whatever is happening here because well, they are afraid that. Uh, most of the places that got wrecked by the British and more directly by the Snatcher are gonna, well, not even gonna be discussed on this. I'm here to make sure that uh, they are at least acknowledged because what she did enforcing neoliberalism on the domains makes what they did on the home country a joke. Well, if you can even call a joke, all this kind of brutality, but uh, even if most states seem to be okay with turning uh, their own management and how they handle their own domestic affairs is not accountable to anyone else, well, a lot of things that they did are pretty close, if not literally ethnic genocides. The matters that should be more seriously considered, especially the impact it might have. I mean, the things that we heard, well, most of that has not even been properly investigated. Been too soon, and uh, well, again, we want to keep a, st- a spotlight on that, which we think that so far the discussion has been too much Eurocentric. I don't disagree that it's been too much Eurocentric. I honestly feel terrible because I've even forgotten the Snatcher's effect on the empire's nature abroad i feel terrible pan i but i want to make sure the snatcher faces justice as much as we can what about the future because yeah it will be nice if she hanged for this but uh, that is not gonna restore things again there were places that were completely depopulated so that international companies could get cheap labor there or just have destroy ancient lands to tap their resources. It was an acceleration of what has been happening over the last 200 years on the region. How are you going to get back into that? And I don't expect you to do anything of this, but I want at least this to be something that people understand as a problem, as something that must be corrected, because otherwise all we have left are people that now are vulnerable to predatory IMF exploitation or whatever nonsense. And I think this is why I'm talking so candid with you, because this is the kind of thing that the third world should focus on. I agree wholeheartedly. I actually, I'm unfortunately, I've been so focused because they don't really want, I mean, you know how they feel about having the cybernetics here. I've been trying to focus on how to quickly solve this issue of Thatcher's... Excuse me, hold on, we can't legally say that. I've been focused on how to so quickly solve the Milk Snatchers and that I haven't been considering how to go about it restoratively. Have you met with uh, Margaret and Vancell yet? No. I'm going to very carefully make sure that like no one else is walking by and I'm even going to go so far as to double check to make sure. I mean, I'm sure the room is bugged. 
I expect every room we've been in to be bugged. Uh, but if there's any like obvious bugs or people with cups leading outside to here, I want to chase them off before I begin this next area of discussion. And after double checking, because Pan, the you know how the European communities are. Yeah, running the same project that uh, the Snatcher did. And I'm worried that Ireland's going to be their next project. What do you mean next? They're already doing it. I understand. Vancell, at least, seems to be opposed to that. And I'd hope that with restorative justice, that after we receive punishment to the milk snatcher, maybe we can work out something with us. The Irish need protection, and they are a third world country as much as the rest of us. And I don't want the European community to chew them up and spit out the parts they don't like. And I think that the best way for us to get restorative justice, because Lagerfeld would like to see it done to the northern parts of Ireland, might be a three-pronged focus on diplomacy from that angle. If all of us were to work together, four-pronged, counting myself. She has this sad smile. Oh, my friend, you're going to make the entire European community your enemy. I don't want to, but I won't see another nation... Like Warzone England, as I point out the window to hopefully something placed there to show how depressing it is. It is England, so yeah, it's literal hell on earth. <laughs> I don't want to see this to another country, let alone a country that fought so hard to be free. Yeah, uh, but think about, you are on the other side of the world, but have you talked with the Yugoslavian on this? They're going to be eating this directly. I'm going to have to make a call there. Yeah, and uh, think about all the other things, like the status of the German territories, what's going to happen if that becomes a contested zone too, because the European communities want their little sphere of influence there, not to mention Spain and uh, the Portuguese revolution that is going on. Uh, that is going to be places that the European community is going to be starting acting very territorial about if you plan to get involved. The worst part is, Pan, I feel like if we don't do something here, even regardless of what we do here, I'm going to end up involved in some of these issues by the sheer dint of the job. And so a part of me says that at least if I make my stand here, they'll know what to expect the next time they see me. As it is, I'm sure when I call the Yugoslavians, whoever answers it is going to say, oh no, it's John Doe calling again. You could say that's not the reaction, but Liana's told me that's the reaction. You can't, you can't convince me. Well, can you blame them after your stand last time they called two of you? Yes, but I shouldn't. If we don't do this, Pan, what should we do? I want to know. I need any advice. My friend is anyone willing to start World War Three over this? So I'm not. I'm not sure I can dissuade you. Uh, you see, I'm very easily dissuaded, as others who know me will say. I mean, I know that there are rumors to the contrary, but I've always listened to expert opinion, Pan, and you see, and you are just that—an expert. Well, I would say that uh, if the very least we can force the European communities to see that their role is challenged. So that at least they can stop being so obviously predatory and at least try to do some kind of social security for their own people. Just then poorly extra reasons. I think at least we're going to make things a bit better. I think th at least that is worth considering. I agree. 
So I think there are benefits even to your more, let's say, in-your-face approach. All right. Well, uh, oh, and and I'm going to tell Pan the truth of my proposal that I'm going to drop today of how I see the the trial of the Snatcher going. And I see my current plan is to have Ireland pick the prosecutor, the U.S. the defender, the U.N. picks judge and jury selection. It's not ideal, but it's a solution I can see carrying. And she nods, well, we have five minutes, so we should get ready. I'm so sorry I forgot that we met. It's fine. It was a lot of people in the conference. There really were. Anything that you want to say to each other before going? I think just a a focused, solid glance passed between the three of them. Four of them have pans there. Yeah, that seems good to me. I don't really have a lot to contribute. So you gather to the meeting, and everyone is present there. So, yeah, for the the other two that uh, you still have not seen it. So you have so you have Kissinger that you met. You have the prime minister of the UK. We have a bear objected ex-squire that uh, is the representative for the European technocracy. We have Rosa Clays, a Belgium that uh, is famous only for incompetent political maneuvers after she tried to become the first president after they got rid of the kings, but uh, she failed, and now she works for the United Nations. Then we have Angel Lagerfeld that you just met, Van and, of course, Margaret. So all of them are gathered here. Before things start, as folders are being distributed, Margaret makes small talk. I'm surprised that uh, you are representing the the domains that feel themselves underrepresented and lending a voice to their concerns. I will think that, uh, I don't know, India or Pakistan will have sent someone of their own. And Parula nods slightly. Well, I actually, I discussed those matters before coming. There was a meeting and... The words, if I recall, was that uh, they believe that uh, they own this one to the Irish, that the legs to stand on this case are theirs. And you hear coughing from the prime minister and Kissinger says, no, that's extremely uncalled for. That is of poor taste. And Pramila just nods, so was the petition. And... Before anyone can make any more awkward statements about that, the Prime Minister rises. Well, hope you had your jokes, but I'm tired of the back and forth between this diplomacy. You seem to think that uh, you can just come here and make these calls. You might think of the previous administration as of iron, but this one is of steel. You might say whatever you want to say, you might bicker, you might make snides at each other, but the British are presenting their own terms to see how a British citizen is going to see justice. And you will have no choice but to accept this. You can only talk with each other how you deal with this fact. The United Nations, here represented by Rosa Clays, will oversee the organization of the judge and will make sure that the that in Rotterdam things are ready for this trial. The United States, represented by 
Kinsinger here will organize the defense out of respect of the long friendship between their country and the former prime minister. And finally, the Irish will be organizing the persecuting efforts Italy with collaboration with other interested parties. Jando, what the royal fuck goes through your mind as the prime minister just made your proposal? Well, you see, John Doe looks right at Margaret and smiles because John Doe is counting on this being the leverage. Margaret is not smiling because she now believes that uh, you were betrayed her and you made her accept a proposal that was coming from the British government. Fuck. Yeah, but at least you can see that... Uh, Pamela is on her, on your side and uh, she has this reassured, worried look at you, thinking, how the hell are you going to react? This motherfucker stole my... Gold Agonies is an associate of Court Games and D20 Radio. Joaquin Jarve, aka Berserkir, is played by Brent Torreson. They can be found at Copper Credit almost everywhere. Check out their other podcasts, Splinters of Jade and L5R Thriller Actual Play. They are available for editing work. Message them for rates. Johnny Jennings, aka The Highwayman, is played by Sam Sedlaxer. They can be found at SG C.A. Delaysec on Instagram and Young Space Dad on Twitter. They are largely impressive. John Doe is played by Bradley Handler. You can follow him at Judge the Barbarian on Twitter or as co-writer on Split Roll where he screams his opinions at you. Ludo handles the rest. You can find them at The Lettle and more of her stuff as Agonizing Crimson at Itchio or co-writing Split Roll. Sentinel Comics RPG is the property of Greater Than Games and designed in collaboration with Critical Hits. Crimson Gold Agonies is possible through the support of listeners like you. You can support us on Patreon or even better, you can review us on iTunes and you can spread the word because there is no better way to get into a podcast just because a friend told us about it.